And you went from not being noticed to being the one noticed every time. I know I did anyway. Yeah, me too. That's, yeah. that's pretty much how it <laughs> I'm just <was>. saying, Sco. <laughs> if I'm fine, I'm fine, bro. And that ain't gay if you say it. I'm not saying shit about you, how you look, brother. You okay? told me on the phone the other day. That I was <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about I it. I told you you were fine, bro. You said, you ain't say I said fine. you were fine. You didn't say fine. You said handsome. <laughs> he said it like. 30 times I said okay bro We get it You handsome bro God But you damn. admitted it though right Damn word We ain't gotta get context bro You said that I was handsome I was fine and shit Okay bro Alright Alright cool Cool Make We got that on camera Let's go sit out fine and shit <laughs> What's up, what's up? This is the Chop by T podcast where we get real, raw, authentic barbershop conversations. I am your host, T. And to the far right of me, we got my brother, Sko. What up, what up, what up? How you doing, Sko? You ain't like nervous or something, bro. That's what Bunt do to you. I'm good, bro. Anyway, in the middle, man, we got our partner, our longtime friend, man, Vunt, one of the coolest, most laid-back guys I ever knew. Man, tell him what's up, Vunt. What's good, man? Matter of fact, let's go ahead and fix his mic. I don't know why y'all got his mic all up in his shit like that. Go ahead and bring that motherfucker down a little bit. Bring it down. Yeah, just bring it down. That's all. You just gotta boom about right there. About right there and tilt it up. You ain't gotta unscrew nothing or do none of that. Yeah. See? What would this show be without me? <laughs> but anyway, man, Vaughn, how you feeling, man? How you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good, man. Feeling yeah, good. Man, I'm um I'm glad you came on the show. I'm glad you got us on. Um and shit. I'm just glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. But anyway, we wanna jump right into it. And get started. Let's go. How you feeling, bro? I feel great, bro. I, I don't know how good you feel, man. I don't great. know how good you feel. We got Keenan on the mic. I mean, on the camera back there. Shit, he uh, he uh, he ain't got no mic. We ain't give him one. <laughs> that nigga very vocal. So. <laughs> the camera loves me, by the way, Keenan. Make sure you keep that bitch on me. That motherfucker love me. I promise it do. But, man, you got something in common, bro. You don't even know it. What is it? What, what is it, bro? What is it? <laughs> The glow up. The glow up. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me know. I mean, you got something in common. We both glowed up, bro. It's just that simple, really. Oh, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we came from glasses, looking silly as shit. For real. <laughs> to fine as shit. <laughs> you know? Because I don't mind calling a man fine. I feel you. That don't make me gay. Okay. You hear me? I that right, Skull? Listen, I ain't got nothing to do with that, brother. I'm just asking. It's just a question. I'm just, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what go through your head when you lay down like, at night. Yes or no question, but you were like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. You just pulled yourself Listen. completely out of that situation. <laughs> Only you know your sexuality, brother. I don't I mean, know. I think you know too, right? We talk about it often. <laughs> That's crazy. It shit crazy. But yeah, the glow up, bro. The glow up. That's something that we both got in common. We both came from humble beginnings uh, as far as our future. And we glowed up. We came up. We uh, got ourselves better. We increased. During your mind, I want to ask you a question. Did you consciously come in front? And we're going to put some pictures up, too, of you, the before and after. Make sure you send me some before pictures of you. We're going to do me, too. So I ain't leaving you by yourself. We're going to put before and after pictures of both of us up when I say that. Um, So put your after your best one in. Let me get the before, the worst one. So 
in your mind when you started doing that in your mind did you consciously come in and say that I'm gonna make myself better or look better or whatever because I know me I used to look at myself and be like man you know what I'm gonna go do some push-ups I'm gonna get swole I'm gonna get a skincare regimen I'm gonna glow up I used to consciously think that is that something that you can't that you did yeah it started in high school honestly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like with certain like friend groups and stuff like that yeah I never used to get recognized and I'm quiet yeah. so yeah. I wouldn't say nothing yeah and then like I made a conscious decision like I'm gonna start working out my uncle mm-hmm. you know Legend. Yeah. We're gonna talk about him yeah. in a minute too. Yeah. So, yeah, he got me right physically mm-hmm. and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um and just started to take care of myself better. And you know. Yeah, no, nah, that, that was the same with me. I just made a decision in, in high school. That was when I made a decision, like, you know what? I'm sick of being around Fred and he getting all the attention. Facts. <laughs> this shit gotta change. Facts. Now it's time for me to get the attention. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> Mr. Steal your girl. Mr. Steal your Mr. Steal your shine. <laughs> Fred C. You know, but I'm with you though. You was always quiet. You was. You was always laid back and chill. And in friend groups, you consciously thought about that. I always wanted that about you when I seen. It. I was like, I wonder if Vun just because I know I did. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'ma stand out. And I think shit like that take you a long way when you when you make a decision in your mind and I'm standing out. Right. Me and Sko were just having a conversation with a good friend of ours. I ain't gonna say his name, but he recorded the last podcast. And if you watch the podcast before this, you'll see who he is if you wanna know. But we was having a conversation with him, like, bro, you gotta fix yourself up. You gotta make yourself better. Not because of no shallow shit or no vanity or anything like that. You just gotta make yourself better. You gotta build yourself up. You got to consciously think about your teeth and your grill and fixing them bitches yeah. and making sure it's straight. Right. You got to think about your skin. You got to think about all of that. Not because of the public, but because for yourself. Right. You yeah. know? It make you doing, feel better. It make you Inside, feel better. Yeah. Right, yeah. That did build like a sense of self-love for myself, self-worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just made me you walk different, different talk different when you get yeah. in. Right. Yeah. So. And you went from not being noticed to being the one noticed every time. I know I did anyway. Yeah, me too. That's, yeah. that's pretty much how it <laughs> I'm just was. saying, Sco. If I'm fine, I'm fine, bro. And that ain't gay if you say it. I'm not saying shit about you, how you look, brother. You okay? told me on the phone the other day, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about I it. I told you you were fine, bro. You, said, you ain't say I said fine. You, were fine. you ain't say fine. You said handsome. <laughs> he said it like 30 times. I said, okay, bro, we get it. You handsome, bro. God but you damn. admitted it though, right? Yeah, we ain't gotta get context, bro. You said that I was handsome. I was fine and shit. Okay, bro. All right. All right, cool, cool. Make we got that on camera. Skull said I was fine and shit. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What would you give? What recommendation would you give to a person who going through that same shit in the beginning or in their life? What recommendation would you give to that person? Who yeah. was us, me and you, coming in, not really getting those somewhat quiet, because I was quiet as well, honestly, unless I was with friends and shit, but Sko yeah. know, you know, too, I was quiet, I didn't say much, I always looked mean and stupid and shit, I'd be like, mm, around, <laughs> I don't know why, it was just my natural face, yeah. but what recommendation would you give to a person who... Yeah, so yeah, I would just first off saying that, like, you're one-on-one, so your own, like, unique abilities and features and... Like ideas, they're yours for a reason. So, you know, take that in, hone it, and you pretty much stay on lane. Don't worry about what other people got to say. Even like if you're in high school or stuff like, like that, like don't take it too personal if, you know, people don't want to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. They're not your friends for a reason. So, yeah. yeah. Just keep doing you, keep bettering yourself, and hey, someday somebody might recognize you, might be, you know, 
future wife or something like that. Yeah. So, facts. Yeah. Yeah. And you get better too. I mean, you just like, you get more into yourself. And that's a part of opening up those avenues, that, that mindset, that space of, of like enlightenment to get to that point, you get better within yourself because once you get confident in the physical, it's easy for you to build mentally or spiritually. Right. And comfortability doesn't mean that you the finest motherfucker walking around like me. That doesn't mean that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That don't mean that. It just means you comfortable in your skin and who you are. And right. you can take the necessary steps in doing that, whether it's through working out, whether it's through take, getting yourself, whatever. You know, but who decides normalcy? Right, right. We right. do. Right. We the public decides normalcy. Normalcy is is just uh, uh, it's nothing. You know what I mean? It's it's how you define it. Right. I said on one of my last episodes that I don't want to live being normal. I don't want to be normal. Right. My you know definition of normalcy or how I see it is just living like the average motherfucker. I feel like I should fly to be able to fly to space like Jeff Bezos is getting ready to do if I wanted to. You know I don't want to be normal. I feel like when the aliens come, they probably come to me. What they you know gonna what say? I mean? <laughs> you the leader. <laughs> you know? Because that's just how great I am. But that's beside the point. And I do little things like that to build myself up. I always right. have because I'm going to tell you something about the black man, right? We don't have anybody that's going to build us up like that. We don't have anybody that's going to tell us you're great. Outside of our mother, but, you know, or our grandmother or, or like women or whatever around right. us, but... The world is telling us how bad we are, whether it's through the media or whatever. So I always tell myself how great I am, how fine I am, and I don't care what a person think about it. Right. And when you tell yourself that, you you carry yourself a certain way, and it'll make you attractive to people. Mm-hmm. People right. automatic, you know, flow to you and shit like that. Right. Getting pussy. You know, I, you know, I really didn't have no globe. I just always been like that nigga. You know. I thought you were say <laughs> tall, ugly. dark. I thought you said I always No, nah, I blew up and got fatty here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, though. Yeah. Motherfuckers uh, probably know the scope early on. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> you know what I mean? How could you not? That man, is hands big as shit. How could you not notice this brother? So, yeah, how could you not notice this big nigga walking through? So, no, how was that for you, though, scope? Because I'm going to tell you, motherfuckers love trying big niggas. Bruh, so many. I, I never understood that shit, though. Like, it was like, okay, niggas wanted to try, like, the biggest nigga in the room. You know, and I, I'm a gentle giant, too. Like, I don't be, I don't come off, like, as the bully. Like, I'm, I, I was quiet, too. Right. Like, y'all just quiet and reserved, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas always try me for some reason, though. Some odd reason. They want to try the biggest black motherfucker in the room. I guess that's, like... They getting like a trophy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Know, but I won the one though. You for sh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the big niggas not to try too though. <laughs> you know the ones, the motherfuckers who who kind of good on their feet and shit like that. Who limber, you know, and all that shit. The ones that flat footed. Yeah. Them yeah. <laughs> I don't knock one of them. You knock out. them out for sure. I knock with, I, I made one of them go viral. Big sloop footed motherfucker. I knew. Oh, you sure did. His name was T. I'm like, I'm the real T now, nigga. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. <laughs> but I should have, though. I should have stood over and said, I'm T now, nigga. This is my name. But yeah, though, man. Like, you got some shit going on. I see you doing the fashion thing and everything. You mentioned entrepreneurship off camera. Is that something that you want to step into? Most definitely. Yeah. I never 
uh, growing up had like an entrepreneurial spirit or anything like that. But I see I have the capability and traits of being that. Uh, and, you know, by me in college, I learned a lot of stuff mm-hmm. as far as like business and marketing. So, Yeah, because you got to think about where we come from. Yeah. We come from Bolivar. It's not a lot of that, right? Not a lot of it. Uh, so, you know. You learn. I, I mean, I kind of always had that business mindset, but I only knew like illegal means or whatever. Yeah. But when we come in, we step in. I stepped into school. I knew like, no, this world is wide open for right. all type of opportunities. What things was it like? And motherfuckers don't know you're alpha too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, that's something to brag about. I wish we could give you hand claps for that. But Keenan, I don't know how to work a switchboard. That's <laughs> something to brag about. Alphas, listen, I got to give y'all credit on like y'all how y'all structure y'all brothers and shit coming in. That's a fact. It. Uh, but you, um, that is that something to help you going uh, becoming a member of uh, Alpha Alpha? Most definitely, it, it opened my eyes to a lot mm-hmm. and a lot of you know black American, African American men mm-hmm. being successful entrepreneurs that you can see and that yeah. you can touch. Mm-hmm. You going to these meetings and regional meetings and shit. I actually, yeah. talk to them. Mm-hmm. Pick them. Oh, brain. I can do this too. Yeah. So, and they actually, you know, they give me the game. So. Yeah, and I can rely on them. I can call them up, like yeah. actually, like people here in the in the area and stuff, like mm-hmm. successful businessmen. So yeah, hell yeah, nah, it's a lot of uh, people under the NPAC umbrella. Period, right. whether men, women, or whatever. That's I think uh, Sco said on one podcast once, like "fuck Sigma," that shit ain't do nothing for me and all of that. <laughs> Uh, I, I got what he was saying and saying that from a local standpoint, but when we talking about from a national standpoint right, and what it is and the entity and the leadership or whatever of any uh, uh, a fraternity under the um, NPAC, right. it's it's a different level of like help and mentorship if you access it, but you have to access it. Right. But everybody dealing with bullshit on the local level. You got yeah. niggas you don't like and all that all other shit. Right. I just be emotional sometimes about the shit. I love Sigma though. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, no, no, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> what you for to say, nah, bro? Nah, nah. Go ahead, and say what you nah, gotta I'm say, that, brother. Because I ain't putting MTSU on the spot. No, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I was gonna say, uh, reiterate, reiterate my point as, mm-hmm. uh, like, as far as what made me, you know, want to seek entrepreneurship. I'm really creative. Mm-hmm. I've been that my whole life. Yeah. And I know you you said back on the uh, was it Tory podcast, yeah. yeah. Everybody just want to be a creative, yeah. At the yeah, end of the yeah. day, so yeah. pretty much that fueled me. Whether it be drawing, graffiti, like I used to tag. You can up. draw. I didn't know you can draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, draw. I used to tag up my own house. Like if you go to Hollywood, you can go see my name on it. It's mm-hmm. still there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it went from there to being graphic design. So I did that in college and. That and then it just turned into the fashion. So yeah, yeah. Nah, you killing this shit with the fashion. First of all, let me say that. Appreciate like you do your thing or whatever. And I don't think nobody expected that from you. The whole that fashion sense, like you just pop out and you dressed up and everything. You kill it with the fashion. That's why I asked you about that. I didn't know what direction you do. You want to be a fashion designer, a model, both, whatever. So what yeah, I was gonna say. So uh, in college, I started styling people. So mm-hmm. I did that for a minute. And I worked as, like, uh, selling suits and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it just put me in all types of areas in fashion. Uh, but ultimately, I want to have my own brand, uh, be a designer, and actually help people come up to be fashion entrepreneurs themselves. So, Listen, I want to tell you something. 
as well, you know, especially now that you're down here in Murfreesboro, which I didn't know that, like, hey, I fancy myself, I guess, as a as a decent businessman, somebody who can structure something, put it together, and put it in motion. I think that's that's my skill set is I'm a, what they call an enhancer. I can take a situation and make it better. Listen, from it, whatever you're trying to do or whatever things I can offer you or whatever we as a Chop by T brand can offer you, be sure to always reach out and outsource. I know you got a lot of other people that can do the same as well, but don't forget to use us as a resource. We can be your tool, and I just want to extend that to you because I know you, you're a good, genuine person. Most I want to make sure that, that we say that, you know, right out. Most definitely. Right out. But what's the future for your brand? Like, is there any steps you're taking now to go ahead and hone your business? Because I tell people all the time, the key to this shit is having your business together. Right. And having your business together doesn't mean, oh, I got an LLC, I got this, I got that. Sometimes LLC don't even come to later. Do I think a lot of people can't even wrap their head around the concept of LLC. Mm-hmm. I know I asked you a question, but I promise I'm going to loop back around to it. Okay. I just want to get to a point. I don't think people understand the concept of what an LLC is, EIN number, and all those things. All of that shit is for just just payment purposes, tax purposes, and shit like that. Paperwork. You got to get your business together first. You got to structure your business. You got to create tasks. You got to get content calendars. You got to get a marketing strategy. You got to do all of those things. All of those things first before you ever think about a fucking logo or LLC. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I think us as black people, a lot of time we do it for the cosmetic purposes, right? We do it for the look of it. And it's okay because that's the fun part. But I don't want nobody to have to burn themselves out during the fun part because you'll try to you'll burn yourself out during the fun part. And by the time it gets to all that technical shit, it's like man, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, overwhelming. So, so you know, hey, listen, I'm I'm a businessman. I, I I consider myself to be a businessman. So just if you have need help. But anyway, what's the future for your brand? What do you, how do you where do you see yourself going in regards to your brand? Yep. So the name is Alan J. Mm-hmm. Got that during college. Uh, locals used to call me that. Uh, and it gave me like a sense of, I guess, being like a, I wouldn't say this different person, but every time we'd be called that, they'd be like, you fresh as hell or, mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. So uh, I use that to extrude confidence in myself. Uh, hopefully by, you know, what I'm wearing or how I'm carrying myself. Yeah. Um, so pretty much I just took the name, ran with it. And really what that means is confidence through clothing. Mm. And that's what I'm trying to, you know, get the message across. Uh, It's a story that I live by. And if you look good, go out and conquer the world, do anything you want, like you're feeling good like that. So that's pretty much my brand behind it. But um, as far as, like, what you said, what steps am I taking? Yeah, uh, yeah. What's the future for your brand and your business? Yeah, uh, just to be an overall powerhouse in the fashion industry mm-hmm. i just don't want to be like you know no, no disrespect to like other brands who just like have t-shirts and stuff like that mm-hmm. i want to have mm-hmm. an overall collection of everything yeah uh, t-shirts mm-hmm. t-shirts shorts, all, that. all that like i don't even those people who do that shit i don't even call them a clothing brand, just being honest. I mean, disrespect to them. Fuck them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, that's not a clothing brand. You just got t-shirts and a fucking hoodie. Like, that's not a clothing brand. You yeah. just selling t-shirts and a hoodie. That's, a, that's just a brand. Yeah. You know, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and just using, you know, fun, creative ideas to get my message across. Mm. Uh, conveying whether it be about, example, like black history, where our people came from how they were confident, what they wore, and just 
spinning it and making it my own. So yeah, stuff like that to progress us further and to have dope clothing at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. People love. I'm fucking with it, man. And I, I pray that you succeed and you go well and everything. You know, the universe grants you everything that you deserve and it all falls in your favor. I appreciate it. Absolutely, 100%. Now, <laughs> because a part of it, I'm glad, you know, just motherfuckers just walked out too. Because now I can get real loose. You know what I mean? Like, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you that came, something came with the glow up, though. The bitches. <laughs> and listen, you, I mean, you went to Austin. Well, I ain't, well, fuck it, I'm going to say it. You went to Austin P, right? You yeah. went to the university, you went to Austin P State University. I went to MTSU. You know, something about these women, though, like it's a bunch of them. That's all I'm saying. Is, look, they fall, yeah, it's a bunch of them. That's what I'm trying to say. And something about your glow up and that confidence and everything that you have in you, and it's everything involving your brand and all of that. Like, one thing about that, is the women notice mm-hmm. and they fall at your feet. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Shout out to all the women that watch this podcast that know me. <laughs> what was your experience? What was the the Bolivar ten Bolivar Tennessee nigga turn fucking uh, uh, gentleman turn uh, classic man coming to fucking right. Austin P? What was that experience? I know it was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. <laughs> But at the same time, I got to meet a lot of interesting people that I still have relationships with now. Diplomatic. Uh, <laughs> That's what that answer was. <laughs> <laughs> he bobbing weed the hell out there, man. Miss Miss nigga, nah. <laughs> nah, but yeah, as a freshman though, like I do. That was like it was a small community. It's not like big as MTSU, mm-hmm. so everybody mm-hmm. know everybody. Pretty much. And I crossed as a freshman. That's what I was going to say. That's what I'm saying. You went crazy. So it just just amplified everything. You are alpha. Bitches love the alphas. They do. They They love the alphas. I know you went crazy. But, uh, see, I'm going to say, when did you meet your girl, your woman? Uh, Actually, the first year. See? That's why you just got the bobbin and weaving just then. Right? <laughs> because I met mine sophomore year. It's a lot of motherfuckers that's going to be watching this right now. What the fuck he met sophomore year? <laughs> Damn. That nigga was reckless as hell. Junior year, I remember. Listen, talking about me though. Right. I always try to do that. It'd be so funny trying to have these conversations <laughs> about what you did, knowing that you met your woman early on. Oh. So I, I feel exactly. That's why I started laughing a minute ago when you were just bobbing and weaving. Like that. <laughs> wow, it was fun. I had fun in college. So. Mm-hmm. No, it shows, though, with the women and everything, it shows. It definitely shows, you know, and they, they see the confidence and they know it. It's just like we come down here, I think, what what's the – um. Population in Bolivar, like 3,000 or something like that. Just Man, Bolivar alone. That, maybe, maybe less than that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you come down here and you got 3,000 people just in your beginning class. Right. Right. It's more people. It was more people that's in this dorm and this dorm than it is in my whole town. Was it overwhelming at first? Like, was it too much to like to. No, take in? Nah, it wasn't overwhelming really? for me. No, not at all. <laughs> that was was like, my, that's why I was. That was almost. It was always my fear. I just didn't want to go to a big ass school. And I don't know if I'm gonna handle that. I actually loved it. Though. It was exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly because I've been quiet my whole life. And like, yeah. I wasn't able to, I guess, truly be myself mm-hmm. in a sense. So And you had a chance to like 
See, that's what a lot of people. Uh, people I see. I've seen people from back home say so and so changed when they went to school and everything. But you fucking right, I changed. Of course, I changed. Right. But you get a chance to be who you really are at your deepest core at that moment. Right. Because I was reading something one day. I can't remember what it was. It was one of these like uh, Israelite, black Israelite people, some shit that he was writing, and he was saying that you have to venture out and go from uh, place to place or go all around the world and travel. You gotta travel in order to like. Uh, ex- you got to make these experiences in order to be- become your your fullest self as a human being, right? You got to experience all these different people. When I got a chance to experience all these different cultures, all these different people, and all of that, as opposed to all this this like linear shit that I seen in Bolivar, when I got a chance to come down here and experience that, it blew my mind. Like it, it taught me more It made me more culture It made me more understanding To a point that when I went back home It was very difficult to have a conversation With motherfuckers that was around me Not because they I was better than them Or anything like that But it's just like You have no idea Of what's out in the world right, mm-hmm. right? You know, So I know exactly what you're saying When you just said that You know of course you change You change for the better right. You know You know and man, I, I did like I just again I just wanted to make sure I always, especially people coming, the young ones coming coming on, uh, and you ain't really a young one, shit. You just right behind me, but the younger, the people that I knew coming in, coming on, who just made a way for themselves and thrived down here and came up and and made a better way. I always make it my business to try to uh, give y'all y'all flowers while I can because y'all could have very easily been like some of the people that came with me who ended up with drug problems, who ended up with criminal records and all of that you know and shout out to them too because they still trying to find their way right. we come from a very confined space right. yeah now and that's all i'm gonna say given speaking of giving flowers man y'all two right here this i ain't never seen nothing like this especially yeah. with, like you said where we come from mm-hmm. a podcast like what yeah giving people the opportunity to you know speak yeah. you know their mind and speak or articulate yeah so, um, they did, man. Yeah, nah, I appreciate it. I hey, appreciate it. Sam. I want to like, I want to see y'all guys on, you know, like top ten mm. on Apple. Like, mm. that's what type of podcast y'all got, and that's the drive y'all got. So, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to be the black male Ellen. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> they gonna be some shit, right? I'm trying there. to be the black male Ellen. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be nice as shit on camera, but right. a fucking tyrant in person. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's me in real life anyway. Yeah, she did so last year. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. People really don't like her. Yeah, she, she's... I think she was wilding. Yeah, they said she was wilding. So. <laughs> you would never guess that. Yeah. But something I want to ask you, though, Vunt, man, uh, uh, sincerely, because we got we to gotta, uh, switch gears from like a, a serious point, is how are you? Because I think, li- listen, listen, in our community, the black community that it is, I think a lot of the time we don't we don't check up on our people, right? right I want right. to ask you how are you, and I think you know where I'm going when I'm asking you how are you. You've had a very very difficult past what year two years now, maybe Man, two, two years. Two so years, yeah. a very difficult past two years, and you doing I know the pandemic hit and all this other stuff. How are you? Yeah. Uh, so, like you said, the past two years have been really really rough on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm coming out of the storm right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've been in there. I've been low, really low, especially with my mom passing mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. That really told me up. Then coming into the pandemic. Yeah. You know, losing my job to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
Add that on top. Meanwhile, losing two first cousins. Mm, I didn't know that. What, would I know them or they just, they? Uh, so, they're a little older than me, but. They was in Bolivar though, right? Yeah, you know Quinn Quinn, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was my first cousin. Okay, I didn't know that. Damn. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. First cousin, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, losing him. Mm. It's pretty tough. And my other first cousin, Erica. Mm. It's pretty tough as well. So, and then uncle. Yeah. Coach yeah. Beasley. Yeah. That was real tough. He had a huge influence on my life. So, all of ours. Man, what? <laughs> yeah, all of our life. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. So, that's but, why I said legend. And, like, during those times, I never thought about, like, death mm-hmm. so much. You know, I always thought, you know, being invincible, I'm mm-hmm. all going to be here. I always told her, like, hey, I'm going to make it out. I'm going to get you a house. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. You know, God had other plans. And so, that's when I really tried to hone in on my, you know, spirituality mm. because, like, during my college years, it got, it got kind of frayed. I kind of got separated from my relationship with Christ. But, mm. like, during those times, it, it really tested my faith and just made me become a better human at yeah. the end of the day. So, but, like you said, it was a really low point for me. I, I say I was depressed, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But right now, I'm good mentally. Man. And I'm glad to hear that you're good right now. And, and listen, you were depressed, but rightfully so. And I'm going to tell you something. Look, um, <laughs> with me, um, I just want to say, even with myself and Sko, I want to speak on behalf of everybody that's in this room who know you. We apologize. Uh, straight up. Yeah. And I, I, wanna, I want you to know why we apologizing, because we didn't properly check up on you in those moments. Uh, especially, and I know you think, you know, it's not your fault, it's not your responsibility, but somebody who know you and how great of a person you are, you never show, like, the the bullshit. You never done, you never, it ain't nothing nobody can say bad about you. Nothing. Nobody. <laughs> and I'm talking, everybody who came from, from, it ain't nothing they can say bad about you. So, like, to, for us to not check up on you and make sure that you are right and just assume that you got it, shame on us, first of all. But also... You know, I just want to let you know that the people that you're talking about, and I know this don't pad, this don't like make anything better at, by far. Like from uh, Miss Beasley to to Coach Beasley, man, listen, I want to get him their flowers right now. I don't know if anybody ever did. Like she was, um, I used, to, I was telling school a story about how I used to be late for school. Me and Dunn used to be late for school every day, <laughs> and she was like on our ass about that all the time. But like. It's a lot of people that came through that school who respected her immensely. Mm-hmm. And I just want to lead that with you and let you know that people respected her and they loved her. And when we heard the news and we heard about that, it was like, wow, like, yeah. wait a second. And it start, that was a part of me on my journey this year on going into the pandemic, just realizing like how I'm not immortal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even more so Coach Beasley. Like, like that nigga was a superhero. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Like, so that is like what you know, and I could I could listen. I'm shout out to you for being strong right now because I could get choked up right now even thinking because that man helped me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure all of us can tell that same story of like how he helped us and how he made us stronger, how he built us up, and so on and so forth. So you know, 
just I just wanted to make sure I gave them their flowers. I know uh, I could say why I can't say why they still here, but I still just want to make sure I gave them their flowers because they definitely were pillars in the black community coming through Bolivar. Yeah, and it's not it. a lot of people that can come through and say that they don't know them or them, that them folks didn't touch them. And so I appreciate it's busy in Playboy. She did. Right. Right. <laughs> That's why I'm so nice, probably. That's probably why. I'll just go. She she listen. She gave us that spill and sent that ad right there. I says she gave us that spill. Like yeah, but y'all going though? We thought we get the break. Like nah, y'all going though? But yeah, like you just you know, I just want to make sure you knew how the effect of the people that you love had on the family, and that's why I want to ask, how are you, bro? Because you've been through a lot I didn't even know about the two cousins But yeah. man sh- Shout out to you for staying strong bro yeah, It's been rough But like I said End of the storm here Like I've been praying Meditating I picked up a journal So Just trying to build You know A better self Just coming out of that And knowing that yeah, There's still life Hell yeah Hell yeah And I think you got a light I think you got a light About yourself That's gonna shine on people And I think people need to You know Or people should Take the time out To 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 see that And hopefully Everything that you do Through your creativity Can also shine on You know All your creative things Can shine on other people Like us That's why I wanted In the beginning Tell them about the glow up Tell them about that You know it's funny And it's all of that But still It means something though Yeah So I just wanted to give you that for real, for real. So, how you doing though? Like, listen, man, I am battling every day. Battle, yeah. You know, I battle often. I battle often with the troubles of the world because uh, New just told me. I was talking to New this morning, and mm-hmm. I told him he was gonna be on. He told me to tell you what's up, by the way, too. But uh, I'm battling with the world, bro. Like, I'm battling because I take, I take. The jabs and the pain of everything that you see on social media, all the things you see with our people, everything, I take that upon myself. I put that on my own shoulders or whatever to make that be like my own problems. And New was just telling me this morning, bro, you carry too, the burden of too many people. The heavy is the head that wears the crown. I feel like God himself gave me this responsibility. He gave me this mindset to think this way and to feel like I want to free my people and make my people better. So to answer your question, how am I doing? I'm doing okay in the micro. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm not okay. Gotcha. What, about, what about you, Scope? Oh, man, I'm just taking it one day at a time, man. Like I, I talk to Tita some day. Sometimes I, you know, you be feeling low. Some yeah. some days, you know, you feel you feel good. You know, just taking one day at a time, man. It's just trying to get better, man. And like you said, like we were discussing off camera, you know, I've been here a year. Mm-hmm. Like shame on me for real, for real. Like not hit y'all up, and, yeah. you know, kick it or just even text you, see how you're doing and stuff like that. So definitely gotta get better with that. So, but you know you man You always been slow motion yeah. with yeah, it Low key. You know what I'm saying Like you always <laughs> been slow motion with it We can't give you too much of that You always been slow motion with it for sure You know yeah, And I just know your body I know your vibe But just know it's never no love lost with man. you and that's why I'm like, I'm really, when I'm saying, damn, we should, oh, we got to kick it. We got to kick it. It's just yeah. like. And we were just in the middle of a pandemic, too. So, yeah, you know we was what I'm saying? Like, pandemic. So, like, and you lost your job yeah, and shit like yeah. that. Man. Shit been rough for everybody, bro. Yeah. Like, mentally, it's been mentally taxing out here, man. Yeah, it was. Like, it's been that. 
but I know you. I know like where you come from. You come from very strong people. Again, like I said, Coach Beasley is strongest man. Man, man. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, strongest yeah. man. Like I know you come from strong people, so it's like. Yeah, I say that and I, I, you know, hit you with that. But at the same time, I, I know you are all right, though. And that's yeah. all I really want from the young ones coming from Bolivar down here. There's a couple of them I got to spank, but we'll talk about that off camera. <laughs> I got to spank. Not even a couple, just one in particular oh, okay. that I got to spank. But I, I, so all, of, all the young ones, and when I say young ones, I don't mean that, like that is a term of it, like belittlement. It's just me saying, like, the same way I view my... My, I guess it's a bad way to put it, my son, because I love him. That's the same way I see y'all right. coming in. I just want to make sure y'all all right. Even right. the older ones coming in, I want to make sure mm-hmm. that y'all all right and y'all good and that y'all got everything right, you know, and that y'all doing what y'all got to do right. to succeed down here. And ain't nobody fucking with y'all. I'm making y'all feel, you know. Right. But shout out to you, man, for still making it through. Because you graduated. What you what you uh, graduate with your degree in? Uh, corporate communication. Corporate communications. So basically, like. Business communication mm-hmm. and how to monitor in graphic design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got a lot ahead of your shit. I didn't know you still doing the graphic design thing. Nah, it just I really uh, didn't like doing it. It was easy money. Yeah, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Got you. <laughs> I was good at it though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now nah, we may need you. I, I've I've been told that my swag is subpar on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that, so I might need your help. I'm going to be honest. Motherfuckers been telling me, you should dress better. You know, I told you I was giving them thighs for the last couple of podcasts. <laughs> but that was conscious, you know. I just thought that motherfuckers want to see the thighs. Bro, sometimes they want to see the thighs. You thought motherfuckers want to see your thighs? I thought motherfuckers want to see you the really thighs, go. thought that. See, that's the thing. And, Scott, you know, I told you I was going to get on you. But I've been giving you a break this podcast, bro. <laughs> I've been giving you a break because you're a good brother. I'm going to tell y'all something about Scott. You know, you've been watching, right? Yeah, I've been watching. You see Scott, hey. What? Here come a lie, bro. I'm just saying, Scott. I'm just saying. Like, Scott, I want to take something back that I said about Scott. I called him a homophobe. Oh, yeah. Sko ain't no homophobe. I'm not a homophobe. He's not no. a homophobe. He just called me fine on the phone. <laughs> So. This nigga lying, man. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. I was gonna say to your point when people say, I guess, quote unquote, that you don't have style. It's basically your own self-expression. Yeah, like you don't got to be the freshest person in the mm-hmm. room to mm-hmm. be stylish. Like, mm-hmm. so just be you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Listen, I'm looking forward to the brand and how everything gonna play out in regards to the brand too. I see you, um, and we're gonna get uh demo to put all your you still got the social media, right? The one the one that you that you do the clothes and everything. I think you see you cleared it out. Yeah, I mean I still have the photos. You still got it and everything. So yeah, whenever you get ready to start and you getting everything in motion and going, um, hey, let us know. We're gonna put that shit on blast and we're gonna put it out there. We're we're gonna still put the social medias up and everything anyway. I appreciate it. But yeah, man, like I, I want to ask y'all a question. Uh, though, and it's kind of like our subject from what we've been talking about. Like, um, do you think our destinies are what we supposed to be is already predetermined? Man, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> I, li- I just listened to a podcast last that night. That said something about that. <laughs> <laughs> about your calling versus your purpose. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. That's so wild, that's bro. Crazy, that's blew my mind, bro. That's God, bro. That's yeah. God talked to me through me a lot. Through me, not to me. Through yeah. me a lot. Um, so, can you read it? Read the question though, because uh, it, it just went left. Field. I was like, yeah. So, like, do, do y'all think that we are like destined for things? Like, like, are are we destined to have have a 
you know, to to do certain things. Are we destined to do that? Is just 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 something we decide on our own. Go. I can go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say that you you do have a choice, mm-hmm. but I do think that is something that's already been set up for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of you, you know, walking into that uh, per se. So I would say yes mm-hmm. and no yeah. and no. Gotcha, guys. That's kind of where I was gonna go with it. It's like. You know, you, you know, you have these plans to do certain things, but life taking you on certain journeys, you know what I'm saying? I, I do feel like if it's meant for you to do that said thing, it's going to, you know, you're going to always get back on that path. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, you know, I feel like it's most things destined for you to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the reason I asked that question, because it always reverts back to uh, suicide. Like, if that's the case, if everything is already written, are you, were you meant to commit suicide in that moment? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's it's tough. That's tough. That's why I say you have a choice. Yeah, because like, and the, like people don't know this, but well, they should know this. The devil is real. Yeah. So the devil probably like alter your plans or something like that. So, oh, that's yeah. a, that's a good thought though. Like, yeah, it could be like it's just like. I, we got a pastor coming on next week, or yeah. uh, Pastor D, yeah. and I can't wait to get a chance to talk to him. I want to ask him some of these same questions. Yeah, like, that is like that's a deep one. Like, what What is it like? It's just so hard because as us being or con- being considered higher beings, it, it just becomes harder and harder for me to understand like why people do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. You know, I see these things and I hear. And listen to all these like acts of evil by people, or just people that's like in my vicinity, and it's just it, it's just it's becoming harder and harder to understand why we do the things we do. Like for example, we we know we know for a fact that cars are bad for the environment. Right, right, right. <laughs> that is true. Why do we keep building these? Why don't we make another source of a, We know for a fact that it's a problem with poverty or like we know that it's people out here that are starving to death. This is 2021 mm-hmm. and it's still motherfuckers out here starving. Yeah. Yeah. Kids right in America yeah. is going to sleep with hunger pains. Like and just, these motherfuckers that just live their best life. Like, right. I don't, that's what, and even go back to when you asked me how I am in the macro and the grand scheme of things, it's just like, I'm not all right because I think about these things and it's like, why don't we all have the same attitude to carry the burden of the world on our shoulders? Because most people, all they think about is themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They think about me, this, me, that. Read, I'm gonna, man. I'm going to get this vessel. I'm going to do all this. But at the end of the day, it really ain't about you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's about how many people that you can affect, right? Mm-hmm. Positive way. So, yeah. yeah. Listen, man. Um, what's the time we got, Kenny? What we got? What we looking at? But listen, I'm glad you came on and you stopped through, fun. For sure. I'm Maybe. really glad you came on and you stopped through, and um, it was good sitting down, being able to talk to you. I've been really looking forward to this podcast more than. Well, I ain't gonna say more than most of them because they gonna get jealous and shit. <laughs> But I'm gonna be honest. More than more than the rest of them, I've been really looking forward to be able to sit down and talk to you. It's been a while since we done had a chance to sit down and break mental bread. 
and sure. and really sit down and talk. What what's next? What what you got coming for the future? I know that I already asked you this in regards to your career, but what should people be on the lookout for in regards to you? Yeah, so it's just as far as myself, uh I have a lot of creative things I want to do uh content wise. Mm. Uh I want to do a documentary. Okay. You know, just outlining the process mm. and steps that I take and the story behind you know why I'm want to be a fashion designer, mm. um, you know, because it's just deeper than selling clothing items for me at least, and I want people to know that. And at the end of the day, I just want to be a help to others, and so that's pretty much what's next is telling the story. Absolutely, at our deepest core, that's all we want to do is be creative and be helpful, be servants. Right, that's really all we ever want to do. Thanks. So, what you guys go? What's on your mind? Look at you. <laughs> no, man. I just want to live. I know I'm proud of him, man. Like, Appreciate it. like you know, I'm proud of you. And I want you to just keep going, bro. You know, and you you're a real strong, resilient person, man. I see a bright future ahead of you, bro. Appreciate it. Cause even me, and just to bounce off what Sco just said, even me. Well, what you done been through in these past two years, yes, bro, bro. would have been tough for me, bro. It would have been. I probably would have shut down, bro. It would have been hard for me, bro. But I see you going, and I see you staying strong. And you get, you're a perfect example to people out here who are going through it. So, but nah, to say that though, like I did quit, I did give up. Yeah. Like I actually was supposed to drop my whole collection in 2020, mm-hmm. and like, when that stuff started happening, my mom getting sick and stuff like that. You know, that's pretty much all I could think about. Yeah, it's like being there. But like at the end of the day, you know, I had word the last words of my mom. Mm-hmm. You know. She just told me, keep going. So, hey. And she here with me every day. So, I hear that voice. Yeah, you got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Listen, man. Listen, this is the Chop by T podcast. We'll get real, raw, authentic barbershop conversations. I am your host, T. Until next time.